Hi everyone, I'm Janine, and you're listening to Get the Funk Out. On today's show, we're talking with Alana Mitchell, the author of The Spinning Magnet, the electromagnetic force that created the modern world and could destroy it. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show author Alana Mitchell. Actually, you're not just an author, Alana. You are a science writer for the New York Times. I occasionally freelance for the New York Times. I think that's fantastic. Before we get into this book, which is really fascinating, tell me how science became such a passion of yours. Oh, you know, it's because my dad uh, was a biologist. He, um, he was one of the pioneering biologists in North America, and he, wow. he was one of the people who figured out how, you know, the prairies functioned. He, he had a specialty. His special species was the pronghorn antelope, and uh, he was one of the first people to figure out some of the basics of how pronghorns live. How fascinating. So as a young child, you were exposed to all this information that most kids probably weren't. Yeah, no, it was it was just a house seeped in scientific inquiry and scientific curiosity. There was a sense that curiosity was, uh, you know, was really important and that, you know, you should just follow it. And I think that's, that's what got into my, it was bread in the bone, you could say. Yeah, I would think so. Well, it's wonderful when a parent lets you into their world and, and encourages you to have such an inquisitive mind. Yeah, yeah, it was a real gift. I think that's wonderful. So tell me about this book. Oh, well, it, it started with this, this little idea, um, which, which was that I, I simply had heard that the, the Earth is a giant magnet um, with two poles, and that the poles might be getting ready to switch places. And I thought, you know, if that's Whoa. true, it's an amazing story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a, little, a little frightening, but, but so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So, this rich, rich history of scientific inquiry about it. It's just uh, been, been fascinating to piece it together. So tell me about the process of piecing this together, because um, I don't know much about the history of this. No, I didn't either. Uh, well, you know what? I started at this, at this what, I, what I think of as a hinge moment mm-hmm. in the history of it, which is, which is, um, which is in France. It, of all places, in France in 1905, there was a scientist. I went, I tracked after him. I went to France and found out where he had lived and where he had traveled and all that kind of stuff. And, and his name was Bernard Brune. Mm-hmm. And, and what he did in 1905 was, you know, get on a horse um, and pack some chisels with him. And he, and he rode for about a day okay. in, 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 an, in the interior of France to, a, to a, this really specific road cut this this road that had just been made and when the road was cut it exposed a seam of terracotta and this terracotta was really special because at one time after the terracotta had been laid down a volcano had erupted over top of it and what that meant was that the the, the, ter- the terracotta had laid down the magnetic signature of the time when the volcano had erupted interesting so wow bernard, yeah i mean that, who, who thinks of this stuff of right course. but bernard Brun hacked a piece of this terracotta out of the, the, the road cut and took it back to his lab and he looked at it and when he, when he examined it, he realized that when that piece of terracotta had cooled down, um, it had uh, retained a magnetic signature from that, that era, the, you know, the, the coordinates of the magnetic field at that time. And at that time, the planet's poles had been on the opposite side of the Earth from where they were when Brune took the cut, took the you know, did did his chiseling in 1905. Wait, let, excuse me, so let me interrupt. Keep, let me, excuse me, I wanted to, so I'm clear on this. So how does that piece 
uh, from the ground have a magnetic signature. What does that exactly mean? It, it means that it, it retains, um, uh, it's like a compass, a fossilized mm-hmm. compass that's, oh. that's in the Earth's crust. Okay. There's certain types of rocks, not all of them, but certain types of rocks that, um, that become like, they, they become magnetized. They become oh. they, they become like magnets. Okay, and 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 in the earth, and and if you find them, if you're able to find them, they tell you what the what the Earth's magnetic field was doing when those when those rocks were cooled. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can remember my days taking um, classes in this, so you're talking about like sedimentary or igneous or things like that, like those kind the, of rocks. The, the the thing that is critical is what what's in the rocks. Got it. They have to have so terracotta has iron, for example, and iron okay. has four unpaired spinning electrons in its in its uh, you know in its structure, and so those that that is what allows the the, the piece of rock to become its own magnet. Its Amazing! Own Amazing! I know it's incredible. It you really have to is. Peer right into the atomic s- structure of these of these rocks to be able to understand this stuff, and it's just oh, it's amazing what they can do. So, as you're as you're writing this book, did you have a clear vision, or did things evolve as you were writing? Oh, it was very much an evolution. Um, I, I I did a bunch of travels um, to, like I went to France to find this road cut that Bernard Brun had found in 1905 and I found it in the company of another fascinating geophysicist named Jacques Kornprobst. Mm-hmm. He took me there and um, and this thing is, is, is covered over with litter and it's, it's you know, it's, it's in a very obscure part of France and uh, <laughs> and yet there is the same exact road cut that Bernard Brun hacked this piece of that changed the whole understanding of how um, of how the Earth's magnetic structure worked. It was it was amazing. Um, so I did that and I I, I pieced together the, the long journey of scientists to understand how magnetism and electricity fit together, and that that was another long and fascinating. Investigation, um, and then I and then I went to look at how scientists understand what's you know what the the, the, the last hundred years of science that really allow scientists to peer inside inside the Earth mm-hmm. and see what's happening, how this magnetic field is is created, um, how the the Earth itself was created, how its uh, how its internal structure works. All of that stuff has been a um, has been quite recent, you know, in the last yes. hundred or so years, hundred and twenty years. Scientists have figured all this stuff out, and now they can actually go up into the atmosphere. They they, they can go into look at satellite imagery and that can pe- you know that can allow them to peer through mass right into the center of the Earth. I, it's Amazing. the coolest thing. They can they, they can actually I know they can actually look and see what's happening in this. Uh, in this dynamo that creates our magnetic field that's in the outer um, molten and metallic core of our planet. So there's an inner solid core, an outer, uh, you know, liquid core, and then there's the mantle and the crust on top of that. So Mm -hmm. within that, that liquid part is all of this this incredible movement, and that's where our magnetic field is being created at all times. It's so, I mean, I can't even imagine when you tell people what it is you've written, it's you know to some people who are not science people, it must be mind blowing. I mean, I'm I'm blown away. I'm thinking, wow, look at the history she's uncovering, and and we take for granted, you know, we go through life and we don't think about these things. 
no, we don't think about these things at all. And, and I, I am not a scientist. I mean, I'm a journalist, right? So I, I, I was learning about all this stuff as I went along, and, and uh, scientists are extraordinarily generous, and so they explain things. Um, and, uh, and they did that with this, with this project. But, but no, it, it's just amazing. And, and it's invisible, this, you know, this field that, that is so fundamental to how our life works is, is invisible to us. And there are all these covert intrigues that are happening within this outer, you know, liquid core that, that are going to affect our life on Earth. Amazing. Now, the theme of my show is Get the Funk Out. And I'm thinking, was there ever a moment you thought, do I really have a book here, or were you at the very beginning? Because it sounds amazing, but was was there any ever doubt in your mind, you know, about where you were going with this vision? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's just it's really it's really it was like this giant puzzle I was putting together, and I wasn't mm-hmm. sure what it would look like at the end. So I, I just kept finding all these pieces that built up. It, it, it really, in some ways, the book is about the it's about the history of science and how scientific thought produces some of these grand ideas and how it, it's very, uh, very episodically pieced together with all these findings that are then uh, improved upon and refined and, you know, examined and, you know, and, and at the end I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure that mm-hmm. there was really a book, but I gradually became convinced that there is. Well, it becomes such a passion and you, you want to tell the world. That's what that's how I would feel. It's funny. One of my editors said to me, you know, it's, it's as if we, you know, have discovered a whale for the first time and we're trying to describe what a whale is. And, <laughs> and that's how it felt to me. It's, it's, yes. You know, because I knew so little about the magnetic field and about electromagnetism that to to write this, I had to really strip it back to the basics, like right to the beginnings of the universe. And <laughs> you know, I think that was great. the only way I could understand it. Yeah. You know? See, that's the talent in what you do, because as a, you know, you're an acclaimed science journalist, you take the complex and you boil it down to, to in a way that we can understand. It makes it so fascinating. So I love what you did. Thank you. You know, my, my first reader is my mother, who is 88, and she's a painter, so she's not a scientist at oh. all. And, uh, and I always figure if she can understand it, you know, it's going to be okay. Perfect. She must be very proud. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you like readers to take away from this book? Um, that the polls maybe on the point of switching. Uh, scientists aren't sure about that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're trying to figure out uh, and be able to predict the, fear, the, the, the magnetic field more, more carefully. That if the poles really are going to switch, there are things we have to think about to prepare our civilization for, those, for that time when, when our field is much diminished and will expose us to more radiation from the sun. I know. I mean, it's, when I first read this, I thought, oh, this sounds so frightening. I mean, what would we have to do? What would be the you know, environmental impacts or the costs of human life? It's unclear, um, and scientists are a bit divided on that. They're not sure exactly, because we weren't around last time the poles switched. That mm-hmm. was 780,000 years ago. So yes. it, part of it is you know, just, just a, a big unknown, but some of the people I spoke to said that, some of the scientists I spoke to said that they, they feel there would be more radiation that will hit the surface of the planet. One of the scientists I spoke to fears that part of the p- parts of the planet will become uninhabitable because they will just be exposed to too much extra radiation, um, and that's that's a scary prospect. Right. Um, there is certainly concern about the electric and electromagnetic structures of the planet and how solar storms could could just really damage those very very severely. There's a lot of concern about that among scientists. That's the, sort of the first thing they think about. They think about that more than. Uh, will 
will that extra radiation hit the surface of the planet? Because that's just, there's not unanimity about what's going to happen there. They know for sure that the electronic structures, the electric structures, the satellites, all of that stuff will be, you know, will be damaged because extra energy from the sun, damaging energy, will be entering into the atmosphere. It's a really fascinating book. You actually wrote another book, Seasick, The Global Ocean in Crisis, and you've won several awards. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And I made that one into a one-woman play that I tour all over the world, actually. Really? Yeah. Tell me about that. I just got back from Sydney, Australia last week, um, where I was performing it at the Sydney Festival. Yeah. It's... uh, Is there a YouTube clip of that? Is there anything I can see online? I can send you something, actually. Uh, I would there love might it. Be something online. I have a little piece of it that I could send you for sure. I would love it. This would be great in other types of media formats, not just a book, but, you know, when you said you're doing a one-woman show or something for kids. I mean, it's really fascinating. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, an, it was enormously engrossing to put together. You know, there were just, there were just so many um, brilliant minds that I was able to tap into a little bit to try to put all this thing together it was it was it was a wonderful journey for me and a massive accomplishment i would i would think you know when you were done you were probably thinking wow what an experience <laughs> it was like um yeah there was this, sort of this um this the agony of the birth you know oh yes um, i've heard that because <laughs> yeah because because you, you become so immersed in it that you it's very hard to let it go even though of course, you have to at of some course. point, but it's, um, yeah. keep wanting to make it better. Well, I, you know what? I can only imagine what your next project's going to be. You know, I think it's wonderful. Tell me, where can people oh, find out you. more about you? I have a website. It's alanamitchell.com, uh, and I am on Facebook and on Twitter. Okay. So Twitter is um, A. Mitchell Tweets, and Facebook is just, you know, easy to find. Perfect. So. Really enjoyed having you on the show, and thank you so much. And uh, wow, I really enjoyed this book. Thank you, Janine. I really appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure. That was award-winning science journalist Alana Mitchell, who's the author of The Spinning Magnet, the electromagnetic force that created the modern world and could destroy it. If you missed any part of this segment, it is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. And if you want to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E at kuci.org.